0: There is no such thing as the gifts of the Spirit as so much as it; they are truly the Spirit's gifts. All right, so because when you say the gifts of the Spirit, it, it starts to paint a picture that there are some gifts that the Spirit gives and hands out to people versus where the Spirit's gifts, He owns them, they're His gifts, and they never leave His possession. The gifts never stop being the Spirit's. The gifts are never ours. Hey guys, welcome back to the Jordan Green Podcast. I am excited about this series that we're doing called The Advantage, and we are moving into part three, Uh, and I want to challenge you guys, uh, as I always do, help us, help us, uh, help other people. We spend a lot of time, effort, energy, and resources investing into you creating this content. It's our We love to do it. We want to do it. We desire to do it. We sacrifice to do it. And the only thing we ask of you is for you to be with us every week, take part in this, and to share it, to get it out there. If God does something in your life with this, if he uses this in your life, he will use it in someone else's life. So be the vessel, open up the door, uh, invite, and, and give the opportunity for God to work in someone else's life by sharing it. You can copy and text the link if you're on youtube send it to somebody share it on facebook Uh, subscribe Uh, send the podcast to people if you're on apple or spotify uh, give god an opportunity use this in someone else's life it would mean the world to me thank you ahead of time for doing so Uh, but i want to go ahead and, and hop in that's episode three. This is a series called "The Advantage." Uh, we're focusing almost entirely out on of First Corinthians chapter 12, uh, almost going verse by verse—not totally, but almost going verse by verse—and um, and and today we're, we're going to move in. and the entirety of this this uh, this episode today is going to rest on this one scripture: 1 Corinthians 12:7. First Corinthians 12:7, and this is what it says. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good, okay? So the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So I, I, I want to clarify a few things. When A lot of times when we say the gifts of the Spirit, when we read through 1 Corinthians 12 and we have a conversation or a discussion or we hear a message on the gifts of the Spirit, not all, but most people most of the time carry with them an inaccurate perception of the gifts of the spirit and what they really are. And I want to, I, I want to be very clear. I want to make one singular statement that there is no such thing as the gifts of the spirit as so much as it, they are truly the spirit's gifts. All right. So, cause when you say the gifts of the spirit, it, it starts to paint a picture that there are some gifts that the spirit gives and hands out to people. Verses where the Spirit's gifts, He owns them, they're His gifts, and they never leave His possession. The gifts never stop being the Spirit's, the gifts are never ours, they're always the Spirit's. And I want to spend this episode walking through the reality of that and why that's an amazing thing and why understanding this truth will unlock our mindset and allow power uh, to just start to move through us in a unique way. Uh, And so I want to, I want to read to you two things. I want to read to you a myth uh, that that is very common. And I want to read to you the reality of the truth uh, that will hopefully correct this myth. This is the myth, the Holy Spirit gives gifts to believers that they possess, develop, and use at will. This is a myth. This is not true. This is not accurate. This is not what the Bible teaches anywhere. But this is a very common myth, very common uh, teaching even inside the church that dominates a lot of the conversation around the gifts of the Spirit or the Spirit's gifts. But I want to not only tell you this is a myth, I want to tell you the truth, prove to you this is a myth and so that we can have uh, the total, accurate, powerful truth of God's Word. The myth, the Holy Spirit gives gifts to believers that they can possess, develop, and use at will. This is not true. Fundamentally, I just want to tell you up front, what disperses this is that if, if the Holy Spirit was to give us a gift, as in the Holy Spirit gives you, just for an example, the gift of healing, if He was to give you a gift, or anyone a gift, the gift of healing that they now possess, the Holy Spirit's given this, this gift of healing to them that they now possess. They possess it. It's theirs. They can develop it. They can get better at it. They can use it at will. That, would, that, that, that is a myth. In so much as that they, no one, no one in history, no one in history, not even in the New Testament, was able to heal at will. Was able to just walk into a place and say, "Okay, I am going to heal you, and I want to heal you, and I want to heal you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it." Uh, uh, we went through a Bible study together as a staff, and and one of our people said that people think of it like a light switch that they can turn on and off anytime they can. This is inaccurate. This is not true. You cannot. If anybody in existence right now had the gift of healing, that means that they should be spending their life walking into every hospital and everywhere just healing people, healing people, healing people, healing people. Healing people. They can't. That's because like, the gift of healing has never been given to anyone, in that they can go, the, and I'm going to explain it in just a minute in detail. But what I want you to know is is that that this in itself should disprove this myth, let alone the truth. We'll get to the truth in a minute. But this this reality, you don't have the no one has the ability to perform miracles at will. Not even the disciples could perform miracles at will. It was always the Holy Spirit through them. In fact, even in Jesus' life, there was a time with the woman of the issue in blood when she reached out, touched him in faith, and the Holy Spirit healed her, and Jesus wasn't aware that she was reaching out or that she was touching him until he felt, he said he felt power leave him, meaning that Jesus did not heal that woman, that the Holy Spirit in Jesus healed that woman, and when he felt the power of the Holy Spirit leave him for a moment to heal, he, he was aware of that, and he turned around and he asked, who touched me? Meaning that Jesus did not even know who reached out and touched him. That was how much the Holy Spirit was actually healing, not necessarily Jesus in that moment. This is, a, this is a, a, a substantial reality that you have to comprehend, that you have to understand. You do not, nor does anyone ever in history, own the gifts. It's the, it's, it's the gifts of the Spirit. They're the Spirit's gifts. He owns them. You never own them. And that's why it says in verse 7, the manifestations of the Spirit are given. And I'm going to explain that in detail here in just a minute. The myth is the Holy Spirit gives gifts to believers that they possess, develop, and use at will. Myth. This is the truth. The Holy Spirit manifests in the life of believers in certain but various ways that bring about certain but various results. One more time. The Holy Spirit manifests in the life of believers in certain but various ways that bring about certain but various results. Okay. This is what verse 7. I'm going to read it again. This is what verse 7 says. uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 7, now to each one, now to each one, now to each believer, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. The manifestation of the Spirit. Manifestation literally just means a bringing to light or a revealing. It means that the Holy Spirit, if you're a believer, the Holy Spirit is with you. The Holy Spirit is in you. He's present in you at all times. Whether you see him, feel him, don't realize it or not, the Holy Spirit's always there. But at times he will come to light or he will reveal himself in a unique way or he will manifest himself in your life in a unique way through what we call the gifts of the Spirit or the Spirit's gifts. The the gift that is given to you, what is actually happening is the Spirit inside of you is showing up through these ways. He's manifesting through these ways ultimately for the common good. And so I want to I read this really fast so that you can, you, and I, then I'm going to give you an analogy that I think that will really help make it very, very clear. When the Spirit moves in this way, it is an experience with the Holy Spirit that results in a singular result. So what you have, when the Holy Spirit manifests Himself in in these gifts, the the message of wisdom, the message of knowledge, uh, the gift of faith, the gifts of healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in different tongues and still interpretation of tongues, when when the, the Spirit is manifesting Himself or revealing Himself Through one of these gifts, you're having a a singular experience with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is showing up in a powerful way in that singular moment through one of these gifts. And it's an experience. The, The Spirit's moving in your life. And what you're left with is the result of that experience. You're not left with a gift. You're left with the result of that experience. For example, the message of wisdom. Let's use the first one. The Holy Spirit manifests. He's showing up usually to solve a problem you this is just an example you something shows up a problem shows up in your life a circumstance shows up in your life and and you don't see how you're going to get through it and you begin to pray and all of a sudden you just feel the holy spirit the holy spirit shows up and he manifests himself in power and he gives you a message of wisdom or he gives you some type of wisdom in your moment pops in your mind pops in your heart that allows you to solve the problem in front of you okay he manifests himself He doesn't give you the gift of wisdom that you can just get wisdom anytime you want, anytime you wish, for anything you wish. He shows up in an experience, in a manifestation. He comes to light. He reveals himself through a message of wisdom. And what you're left with is the message of wisdom to solve that problem that's right in front of you. So I'm going to give you an analogy. So pretend, just think in our minds, pretend that You're having a birthday party, okay? It's your birthday, and this coming Friday, everybody's going to show up to your house for your birthday, and everybody's going to bring you a present. Everybody's going to bring you a gift, okay? A couple people show up. Uh, The first person brings you a watch. You get a new watch. First person brings you a hat. First person brings you a new iPhone case. Uh, Another person shows up uh, and and gives you, you know, tickets uh, to a Panthers game. Uh, One by one, people come in and they give you gifts. Then I show up. I show up and I'm gonna give you a gift. And what my gift is to you is I'm gonna give you a painting. Let's just pretend, I'm not, but let's just pretend that I'm an artist, that I have this powerful ability to paint fantastic murals and pictures and paintings and artistic works. And I show up to your party with, all of my, with a canvas and all of my paint and I tell you, I'm gonna paint for you a beautiful, amazing picture of your entire family. And so when I show up, I get my canvas, I put it out. Everybody's there watching me, and I begin to paint this picture of your family. I'm, I'm, I'm painting you. I'm, I'm painting your family. I'm painting your house. I'm pa- I, and I I paint and I'm watching. And at the end of it, everybody, there's there's two things happening here. Everybody is experiencing what's happening. I'm there, they're watching me. I'm there. I'm painting, and and I'm I'm painting. And the end result of this is you get a painting, a painting of your family. And when I leave. What you're left with is you're left with this beautiful painting of your family. Now I want you to understand the difference here. The person who showed up and gave you a watch, they gave you that watch, that watch is yours. You own that watch, you possess that watch, you can change the time on that watch, you can do You could, you could throw that watch at the wall, run it over with your car, or put it on your wrist, though I don't understand the value of watches anymore since we all have time on our phones. But if you're still stylish and you want to wear a watch, you can do anything you want with that watch. You can wear it on whatever wrist you wanna wear it on. You can do anything you want because it's your watch. Now, all the gifts are like that except for my gift. Now, I showed up and I gave you the experience of, of, of painting your family and everybody watched me paint. And at the end, you were left with a painting. Now, that painting is yours, but the experience of creating that painting, that is not yours, that's mine. I'm the artist, I'm the only one who can paint that picture. If you want another picture painted, You can't do that. You need me to come back to your house. You need me to show back up. You need me to bring my supplies. You need me to come and you need me to to use the ability that I have, the power that I have to paint another painting. Now, you will always have that painting that I gave you, but you can never be able to duplicate that painting because you don't have the gift of painting. You're not an artist. You can't get a second one or a third one. You can't get it at will. You have to call me and you have to ask me and I have to be willing to show back up at your house and to paint another painting and to give you that other experience of watching me paint and creating this beautiful piece of art. That is exactly, exactly the same way the Holy Spirit moves in our lives through these gifts. The Holy Spirit will manifest just like I came over to your house and painted a picture and gave it to you the Holy Spirit will manifest he will show up in your life he'll show up in your house and instead of painting a picture he will give you a message of wisdom he'll give you a message of knowledge he'll give you a moment a momentary powerful act of faith he'll he'll, he'll move you he'll manifest in what you're left with is like you were left with the painting you'll be left with this message of wisdom or this message of knowledge not with the ability to get knowledge anytime you wish, anytime you want about anything. Not with the ability within your own power and at will to heal people or to do miracles. You have to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to come back every single time. You want, a, you desire or need a new message of wisdom, the Holy Spirit has to show back up and manifest Himself again in this way. I hope that this breaks it down. I hope that this breaks it down for you so that you can see the, and understand the true nature of the Spirit in the Spirit's gifts. that They are not gifts that He gives. You never possess them. You cannot develop them. You cannot grow in them. You cannot operate or use them at will. They are always in the Spirit's possessions and it's always the Spirit manifesting or coming to light or moving. You're the vessel. You're the vessel. That's all we will ever be. That's all we ever need to be. We are the vessel. Remember, The gifts of the Spirit are connected to the ministries that we're called to and the ministries uh, are the positions and the roles that God has called us to in this life to achieve the workings or the results of the purposes of God the Father. So when the Holy Spirit manifests Himself through these gifts, He is manifesting Himself in a singular moment, in a singular experience for a singular result and that if, if there's gonna be another experience or there's gonna be another result, just like if there's gonna be a second painting, the Holy Spirit has to manifest himself again, has to come back. We'll never own these things. We never use them at will. We can pray for them. We can eagerly desire them. We can humbly obey and focus on the ministries Christ has called us to. We can ask and pray and believe and hope and desire for the Holy Spirit to manifest himself in these gifts in our lives, and he will, but he will do it as he wishes, when he wishes, for whatever purpose that God's trying to achieve, and so I want to. I hope this. I hope this clears this up. And I just want to read, uh, read a few more things. Ultimately, these manifestations of the Spirit and the results are for the profit of others and the body of Christ as a whole. Remember, uh, from the last episode, the Spirit is never going to help you live your life your way. He's only going to help you live your life according to the will and the ways of God. He's never going to help you waste your life by achieving your own results. He's only going to help you achieve the results God desires in your life. And ultimately, He desires to move in your life, not just for your good, but for the good of the people around you, for the common good, for the good of the body of Christ as a whole. This leaves two things, and I want to leave us with this one thought. This leaves us dependent daily dependent on the Holy Spirit and also it leaves us dependent on the continual connection to the body of Christ, the church and the kingdom of God. So I, I want you to understand the way the Holy Spirit, he's going to distinguish in part of what First Corinthians is about, the whole second half of first Corinthians 12 is talking about the body of Christ. And so there the Holy Spirit will manifest, Himself in these gifts in our lives in my life in your life uh, in in your spouse's life in your people other people in your small group house church church he'll he'll move and it'll be for all of our good that that we need to see the Holy Spirit not just moving in my life or in a few people's lives the Holy Spirit desires and we we need we want we should want the Holy Spirit moving in all of our lives because the Holy Spirit will move and manifest Himself for the common good. So this leaves us dependent on the Holy Spirit and it leaves us also, in a way, dependent on each other, which is a beautiful thing. That's why there's so much power and unity. I think that's why Jesus prayed for it so distinctly right before He died for our sins. I, I think there is a power in this. And so I want you to understand, I hope this has brought some clarification uh, about the gifts of the Spirit. If you need to listen to this again, listen to it again. Now if you need to read through the Scriptures, Study it. Pray through it. Ask the Holy Spirit to, to teach you and to bring this deep from here to here. Uh, discuss it with your small group, your house church. Ultimately, the, the hope is this, is that you will see the powerful opportunity and the truth and the reality and that you will eagerly desire and you will pray and, and hopefully we will see the Holy Spirit begin to move more freely, more consistently, and more powerfully in all of our lives. I love you guys.